Pipe. Hey guys, welcome to the Weekly Warp Pipe, a podcast dedicated to retro video games, 80s and 90s toys, and all things nostalgia. This week's episode, we're taking you back to the 80s and 90s arcades. That's right, classics. Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, Street Fighter, all those fun arcade machines. We're going to be talking about ones that we played, places that we go to play arcade machines, and the state of arcades today. It's a fun episode. I'm joined with my host, Jay the NES Addict. And be sure to check out RussLyman.com for all updates on my other YouTube channels, merch, and much, much more. Let's get into the episode. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Weekly Warpipe. I'm your host, as always, Russ Lyman, and with me... What's up, guys? It's me, NES Addict. Yes, we are back. I'm excited for this episode. Yeah, me too. It's going to be a good one, for sure. We're talking about arcades. Going to arcades, playing the arcade machines, some spots that we hit up, and you know maybe the state of arcades today as well. Yeah, arcades, man. Like that was a total, you know, eighties. It just takes you right back to the eighties. Like 80, it was eighties into and a little bit into nineties. I say oh, too, for yeah. sure, for sure. I, I imagine they even started in the seventies, but me and you weren't born then. So that's, there you go. So for me, it started in 81 as well for you. <laughs> this is, that's as far back. We're taking you on the nostalgia trip today with the warp pipe. <laughs> that's right. Um, the local spot that I had, um, I live in Connecticut, um, was, it was originally called Milford wreck, like our Milford amusement center. Um, later on, it changed its name to smiles, I don't know why that's that's hilarious, but it had set up um, arcade machines and a billiard uh, pool hall for kind of the older adults. And then in the back, they had mini golf, batting cages and bumper boats. So this was like an all one stop fun adventure place. <laughs> one stop shop. Oh, and they had laser tag, too. It was nice. called Qzar. Cues are. Yeah. Sounds and so futuristic. My friend Aldo always brings this up, but. I don't remember it. He does right near the cues are where you would go in, you know, for your matches. They had a couple games uh, down in that section as well. And they had a resident evil code Veronica light gun game, which I never seen or, or played before, but he swears it was there and he played it a bunch of times. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I, I would definitely like to add that to a, my arcade collection. Uh, definitely a big Resident Evil fan. I'm sure that was a blast. I enjoyed the uh, Wii games, the Alp, um, the Chronicles. What was it? The Resident Evil? No, Umbrella Chronicles on the Wii that were light gun games. Gotcha. I think I only played Resident Evil on, was it the PlayStation it first came out on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I only played like the first one and it was at a, at a friend's house. So I didn't get too into that. Gotcha. But we're sidetracking a bit. What was your first arcade game that you played, Jay? You would think that I would know. Uh, I Sadly, I don't know what the first arcade game I played. Or at least the one you can remember, because I don't know the exact one. I have a pretty clear idea, but. Oh, man, I, I, I don't even know. Like, I remember playing Ghost and Goblins. Mm-hmm. I remember playing the Ninja Turtles arcade, The Simpsons. Um final fight was later on but as far right. as my first one i very first unfortunately yeah. don't know probably like, it was probably like pac-man or donkey kong or something like that right one of the guess. classic classic ones yeah but i don't really know I, i'm gonna go on a limb i don't know if it's exactly my first one but i have more memories of it and that would be uh street fighter 2 that was your first i think so like that's pretty late in the game 
yeah, like I didn't get to arcades till I was probably, I don't know, 10 or something. Yeah. Maybe eight or so. I don't know. Um, it, it was at a local um, quick stop. It was called like a convenience store. And I mean, at least I have the most memories of that going up to the quick stop, playing this game or seeing the other kids play it. And I kind of huddled around and like, okay, let me see, uh, you know, what they're playing, checking it out. And I remember I would, um, <laughs> I would get quarters out of my mom's purse and I would, sneak walk, them? I would sneak them out and walk <laughs> to the convenience store to play some street fighter. That's hilarious. I might've played, you know, Donkey Kong and Galaga possibly, at um some other place but i have you know vivid memories of the street fighter cabinet there being up there sorry mom (laughs) so so fun backstory my mom um growing up worked at a uh, bowling alley called amf lanes in milford and most bowling alleys back in the day gotta have arcade games yeah, ours had its own like little blocked off section. It was like its own little room. Yeah, that, that that bowling alley is still there today, and they still have that room. It just doesn't have as many arcades as it used to. Oh, that well, that's cool. You could kind of take a nostalgia trip back there. Yeah, but my mom would work there, and sh- I was young, so she wouldn't um, have a babysitter. So I would go with her to the bowling alley, and then pretty much hang out in the arcade room obviously so she was a waitress there um so i would bug her to get uh quarters so i could play some of the arcade games that's amazing but then you know you blow through them so quick you know you're going to be there for what an eight hour shift my mom's yeah. probably working and i have what, five dollars it's like so i'm mostly watching other people play because you go play you know uh like a street fighter or this and that you're done in like two minutes or whatever if you're not good at the game yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you're, if you're not the, the man, you're going to get off the cabinet quick. <laughs> I mean, arcades are made to take your money. So they're supposed to be quick plays, um, essentially, and you feed it in the quarters to continue. That's, That's how it. they make their money. Yeah. We had a, we had a place at our mall called Aladdin's and my friend, Brad, his mom used to take us there all the time and they would just get us like $50 worth of quarters. It was wow. crazy. They just went, <laughs> yeah, they went ham. Like they didn't hold back. <laughs> And we'd leave there with like, we played everything. And then also like tons of stuffed animals from like the grab machine. Right. Getting the, oh, I was going to say getting the tickets from the machines. So oh yeah. The claw, the claw machine too. Works. I don't know if they had the tickets there. Um, so I, 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 it's weird because I played arcades at several places. Like okay. so the, the bowling alley. Yep. Aladdin's at the mall. Okay. Um, we used to have a dollar theater here in Greenville. Wow. The dollar second, movies? <laughs> yeah. And the, the perimeter of the building was like a second floor. So you'd okay. go up this huge flight of stairs and there, there was games all the way around the top of the the movies, and that's where I remember playing Simpsons, like X Men, nice. you know, um, Turtles, all that stuff, um, Ghost and Goblins. So it was there, Aladdin's, the Bowling Alley, and there was one other place I was going to tell you, but it's totally escaping my memory. So when I remember it, I'll tell you. But perfect. Yeah, I mean, I went to we had the uh, Fourplex Theater um, that was in Milford Four Screens, and they had. Of course, claw machines there and a few arcade machines. I definitely remember playing Rampage a lot, like at the movie theater. Oh, yeah. I played that too. Smashing stuff. That definitely became a favorite uh, game to play. Um, pinball. I played a lot of pinball at the bowling alley. My top two pinball machines, I, I guess I don't have three. <laughs> Third one could be whatever. Top two, top two is um, Adam's Family and then Terminator 2. 
Nice, nice. Because they had those there, so I would just memorize it over and over again, like the sayings that they would say on it. And um, yeah, it was just a good time playing those. Yeah, I played a lot of pinball too. Pinball was fun because every now and again, you would just catch a random pinball machine somewhere. Oh, the other place I was going to say was Pizza Hut. Oh, Pizza okay. Pizza Hut, they had a Mortal Kombat and a Street Fighter there. Really? They didn't have so, a Turtles. They didn't have a Turtles, but they had those two. So it was like, it was like, when we were at that like 90, 91, 92 kind of age, yeah. uh, it was like, where do you want to eat? I'm like, oh, let's go to Pizza Hut. And it was like, we didn't really care about the pizza. We just wanted to play Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter when it was over. <laughs> there you go. I will say, you know, that that was very big back in the 80s, 90s. If you were like a uh, pizza, like a regular pizza place, a local pizza chain, you might have an arcade machine in there to bring some extra money. Maybe just one. Maybe it's Galaga. Maybe it's a Final Fight or a Multicade. Um, in there so the kids can play while you're waiting for the pizza and you make make some extra money i just watched a video today on youtube um by this channel called the company man okay and it was about the right he does like the rise and fall of companies yeah and this one was about chuck e cheese oh okay so yeah. an interesting fact about chuck e cheese was the guy that started it worked for atari did you know this no no so he worked for Atari and he was selling all these cabinets to, to all these like mom and pop shops for like around $1,500. Yeah. But then the, the shops would make like, you know, like 30 to 40 to $50,000 on the machine over its lifespan. Right. So he was like, man, I'm really like losing out on a lot of money. So he thought I'll just start this pizza company because he, he used pizza because it takes a while to make it. So while the pizza is right. made, you can go in the arcade and spend your quarters you know, and then they had obviously the animatronics for the show. But uh, who knew that freaking Chuck E. Cheese was made by the, a dude from Atari? So, like, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I had a Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, I still do um, near where my mom lives. They actually just expand it. Um, I haven't been in there in years. But yeah, that was definitely a place that had some uh, arcade machines. Maybe, maybe if you went to the, uh, the ice hockey rink, um, I yeah. remember a few arcades there. They were definitely strewn about everywhere back in the day now not not so much it's very rare you'll see like an old school um arcade machine i did go there is a pizza place i want to do a review of on my um snacky snack time channel but there's a pizza place by me and they have arcade machines they had area 51 that like gun shooter game um and they had a pinball machine and they had like a um new newer multi-cade cabinet so it had like mario brothers on there and you can select other like nintendo games and stuff and i was like this is pretty cool i would almost come here and get pizza more just to play the arcade games yeah yeah we're we're pretty lucky we have frankie's fun park which is basically what you were describing earlier with the laser tag and the and the games okay. and the go-karts and all that jazz and then but we also have um an arcade museum which i think you were here last That's year right. and went to yeah and they they have a ton of pinball machines probably like 20 pinball machines and and probably like 40 arcades yeah it was a good time they had the player versus um mm -hmm. of super mario brothers and excite bike which was really cool um and then you know of course your classics like nba jam um the fighter street fighter mortal Kombat. And it's kind of a good deal too because you can pay ten dollars for entry and then after that everything is free play um but something i had never thought of the last time i went with my neighbor he was like, you know, though, he was like, if I was playing a game and I got bored of it, I could just walk away. He's like, because I, I didn't put that quarter in it. I wasn't as invested. Right. Where it has, you know, you get those 
countdown screens where okay it's like 10 seconds it like i remember final fight like you're tied up and there's dynamite and he's like and you're like well i gotta continue like <laughs> he's gonna blow yeah, up he's like, gonna he blow like slowly up starts to shake faster right and it makes you want i remember there's a few of them that if you hit maybe start or something it would reset the clock and we did this many times where I, you know, I'm like, I don't have a quarter when I was at the bowling alley and I had to go find my run to my mom, like hold the timer. And yeah, I'm like, run up, give, give me another quarter. I'll run up like, okay, we got like a dollar, like <laughs> get a little bit further. So speaking of final fight, that is one of the arcades that I have a deep affinity for. Um, when, and it was the summer of 1993, I was staying with my grandparents at Surfside and I was okay. probably there about two weeks. And I had a season pass for um, this water park across the street from them called Wild Water and Wills in Surfside Beach, South Carolina. So I would spend all day, you know, hanging out at this water park. And then when it was time to leave, I'd always like play Final Fight before I left. Okay. So like I loved Final Fight. And then so when I got back home, it was like right around the time of my birthday in July. And my dad was like, all right, Jay, what do you want for your birthday? And I was like, I want Final Fight for the Super Nintendo. <laughs> nice. but i got super lucky and a couple of years ago um i don't remember what channel i was watching but they were talking about how you could find arcade one-up cabinets at walmart for 50 bucks wow okay so i called like 30 walmarts in the surrounding area and i finally found one that had three of them and on my break i rushed up there and i actually was able to pick up the final fight one arcade one-up cab for 50 dollars. wow what a steal for sure I, I know my wife was not happy and i was like look I was like, you're just going to have to be mad on this one because like, you're never going to get another one of these for $50. So I'm just getting it and I'll deal with the repercussions. <laughs> Try to think, are, were they $300 new or $150? I think it might've been $199 or $250. I can't remember, to be honest with you. It may have been $300, but um, it has a great uh, selection of games. It has Ghost and Goblins, Final Fight, um, 1942 or three, I think, and then Strider. So a okay. good mix. Good for mix for bucks. sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's you like, can't beat that. Yeah. It's like $10, 1250 $12. a game or something. Final a final fight guy on, on Super Nintendo's more than that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up, I got lucky. My buddy, um, TechWiz X, who runs a YouTube channel, I went up to, went, went down rather to New York. Um, and he wanted me to film his game room tour um, and edit it for him and do the whole nine. So we hung out. And as payment, he actually had an extra street fighter cabinet one nice. ar arcade one up street fighter cabinet um, so you so, do that to you yeah maybe fit it in the back of my my hatchback uh drove it home from new york and um it's pretty sweet and i ended up putting a raspberry pi in it so i can load more more games so now i have you know whatever arcade game i want in there plus nintendo super nintendo we might um, have to talk about that and yeah i did a quick quick little video tour because i ended up the, the later arcade one-ups were released. The marquee actually uh, lights up on most of them. Right. So I bought an upgrade. It was like 70 bucks to switch mine out so it would light up. So it looked a little similar to the uh, original there. And it's on the riser, so it stands a little bit taller. But you can't beat it for the price and the space. Um, I got the big play choice back there, and that thing weighs so much and barely fits in the, the basement here with the ceiling. Um, and it's just easier to lug around a play, ch a play choice, an arcade one up. I need to shout out uh, Die Hard Gamer Bros because he was super kind and sent me a riser a couple of years back. So. Oh, nice. Thank so, you, yeah. sir. 
Yeah, that, that makes a big difference when you're when you're six foot tall trying to play. Right, thing. if you want to stand up and play, they do have the stools where you can sit sit on and play. But I, although I think you need to be on the riser and the stool to be at the right height. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you find yourself playing um, your arcade one up a lot? I haven't lately, but every now and then I'll pop it on. You can hit like random, so it'll just play a random game, and I'll play play through some game. Like there was the Batman arcade game that I never played before, Alien versus Predator. I was like, let's see the end of this because I could just put many quarters as I want in it. Yeah, that is one of the nice things. Like um, you know, you can play through play through any of those games, and you don't. It doesn't cost you any extra money. You know, I've played through Final Fight the most on mine. Okay. It's a good one. Do, do you remember? So back in the day, you're at the arcade and, you know, maybe you want to play Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat. Yeah. You had to take your quarter and put your quarter up on the machine to call next. That's right. That was the way of saving your place. But then if the machine had a gap, sometimes you put a quarter up there and then it fell through and you're like, wait a minute. Oh, man. That, that, <laughs> just luckily, that quarter. never happened to me. <laughs> I, I was never up there long. Um, I couldn't pull off the moves with the joystick the way that I could with a controller, with a D-pad. Gotcha. On, on the fighter games, you're saying Street Fighter, Yeah, like Mortal a Hadouken. I mean, it's just like so much harder. I definitely remember the first time seeing Scorpion's fatality, him pulling his mask off and the skeleton face and breathing fire on someone. I was like, yo, this is crazy. Yeah, that was that was wild. That was more combat, like... That game was pretty revolutionary. That, isn't that the reason we have the rating systems right, now? It is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just because of how it was different it was from everything else. You got Street Fighter where it's, you know, cartoony or whatever. And then they came out with these like live action capture guys. And then you're doing these fatalities. You're like, parents were in an uproar back then. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, um, surprise, you know, what's hilarious about that is my dad's a, was a Baptist minister. Okay. He actually, he actually bought me my copy of Mortal Kombat and didn't even question it. <laughs> I don't He's know. like, I, I know my, I raised my son good. He's like, I don't know. To the devil. Either, either he just didn't know or he just didn't care. I, I'm partially to think he just didn't care because I tend to do that way with my son. You're like, yeah, it's what it is. So I say again, it's from last last week's episode when you're talking about 90s cartoons. You know, my mom didn't care about me watching Beavis and Butthead, so she wasn't gonna bat an eye at me getting Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess he was like, it's a video game, whatever. But um, I it was funny because I, I remember buying it for the Game Gear instead of my Super Nintendo because of it had the blood code. Oh, right, right. A B A C A B B, maybe I can't remember now. <laughs> Get that blood. No, uh, no, no. It was two, one, two down up. Sorry. I'm now he remembers. Jack the memory. That was the that was the game gear. The A B A C A B B might have been the Sega. I, I put a poll out on um the YouTube channel asking people what they uh remember. And we got a response from uh Luke. Luke said his first game he remembers playing was Super Mario World at a Rocky and Bullwinkle restaurant in one of those play choice cabinets. Nice. I've never heard of a Rocky and Bullwinkle restaurant before, but I do I have the play choice back there. Yeah. You, you can definitely load different games onto that. So that, that's pretty unique. What's funny is I don't, when I first got into collecting my friend was like, Oh dude, check out this play choice 10. I don't remember those from being a kid. Right. I, I, I don't, it wasn't at Milford for rec. I didn't remember seeing one there. Um, it probably would have made more sense to have these at like a pizza place. Cause you have 10, games you can choose from um for yeah. more quarters in and all that i don't know i'm sure they were expensive to get maybe so maybe it, that's why i didn't see them at a pizza place they they were just better off with a pac-man or a donkey kong yeah maybe that's so <laughs> funny 
<laughs> not too bad. What about, um, are there any, how, how do I phrase this question? Are there any YouTube channels you watch now that used to cover more like video games, but now they're more like, um, arcade stuff since all this arcade stuff's been coming out. Um, not switched like that. I mean, I did watch back in the day when we were watching game chasers and all that. And then some other channels similar to them came out and there was, um, what was it? Arcade, arcade impossible. And yeah. that was the name of the channel. And they were going out, uh, getting arcade cabinets. And then thought that was fun to watch. Um, but I never watched too many other channels with, uh, arcades. Yeah. So I am a huge Michael B. The Game Genie fan. Okay. He had this like Nintendo complete collection chronicles that I've completely copied, if I'm being honest. And uh, <laughs> I just love to see like his Nintendo collection grow. And then one day he just sold it all. And now he is like obsessed with these arcade one ups and, uh, and whatever that other company is that does the arcade games. And it's still fun to watch because Michael B is Michael B and it's fun, but his, his uh, content has completely shifted since all this arcade stuff's been happening where you can like, make your own home arcade for, you know, right. Help. He had, I saw some pictures. He has like, you know, like a spare bedroom almost. Yeah. And he has probably 12 arcade one ups lined up and he, he changed the, uh, the layout of them maybe against the wall. He tried to do another row in the middle to really make it feel like that, uh, arcade experience from back in the day. I just thought it was interesting how like, because these weren't available until like, when did arcade one up come out? It's been out at least like four or five years now. Right. Yeah. At least that. But it kind of changed the landscape a little bit because, like, you know, getting your having your own home arcade, you know, I guess unless you're arcade impossible, it wasn't something that was feasible for many people. Right. To get a regular arcade machine um, for the common consumer, they're like, oh, that's too hard. Like they'd have to, uh, you know, maybe upgrade the joysticks or something like that. And it's heavy, hard to move around and maybe it won't work or they don't know how to work on it. And they're expensive, you know, over a thousand dollars. Takes so up a lot of space too. Takes up a lot of space and you got to have almost a, like a truck to get it. It wouldn't fit in like a small car like mine. I got a hatchback, yeah. Ford or a hatchback. These just made it that much easier. Like, oh, okay, these are lightweight. It has a modern screen in it. So it keeps it light. Um, and I can get which one with, it has a few games because the street fighter one came with street fighter two turbo, uh, world warriors. So you get a couple. So it's not yeah. just one game. But that was interesting just because it kind of like, you know, created this whole new market for gaming. Absolutely. And now, so have you ever been to barcades? These are kind of like fairly new, I, I guess, within the last 10 like, years, maybe. Or like, so. like you can go have a beer and play some games. Essentially, it's a bar with arcade games in it. A bar. I, I mean, that's a name brand of there's one in New Haven. And I just visited one in Philly and it's just called Barcade. But they have other ones that people make and it's the same concept i think there might be one downtown that i went to once but I, my memory's foggy but yeah i've heard of them but i don't remember going except maybe one time yeah um I, i've gone to one in southington called game craft and they have a ton of pinball games and then your classics you know donkey kong the wife was playing miss pac-man a ton and her friend was playing tapper she's trying to get the high score in tapper um, but they also had some areas with like um, CRT TVs and you can play like Mario Kart on there. Nice. So it's, it's definitely a fun vibe. And you know, all the decorations are gaming related and they do trivia nights. So it's kind of like, all right, let's get this older crowd that enjoys drinking. I don't drink, 
but you know, brings other people out that maybe want to drink and uh, you can play video games and have a good time. But they probably at least have like bar food, like some some wings or some fries. You could. Yeah, well, me and my wife had like our first official date there. It was like St. Patrick's Day um, last year, and we went there for trivia. And we got like, I don't know, chicken fingers or, you know, nice fries, something like that. Something fun. Yeah. That's awesome. But, you know, I enjoy going to those every now and then. Other than that, there's Dave and Buster's. Yeah, we have that here at Greenville, too. It's it's a lot of new, newer style arcade games. And you kind of get those not really older ones thrown in, but they had a um, what is it? Was it Resident Evil? No. House of the Dead um shooter game that you can play i played that a ton and they had like guitar hero you can play um but a lot of newer stuff they had like some giant halo shooter game you can jump into and like a tomb raider game nice what are your thoughts on arcades as an adult do you find that you like them as much as you did when you were younger or is it more of a novelty kind of thing for you now because i definitely have an opinion on it I mean, I definitely enjoy them probably about the same. I spent a ton of time in arcades because that, so that one Milford wreck or smiles that I spoke about um, back in the day, it was maybe a block away from the um, bowling alley where my mom works. So a lot of times I would walk from there up the post road and hang out and they were open to like 1am, 2am, very late. So I would go there even if I didn't have any money and I would watch the other kids playing the games, you know, playing Mortal Kombat, Killer Instinct. And, you know, they were good. So I'd see all the uh, fatalities and finisher moves and just enjoying the atmosphere. Of course, back back then they were smoking in there too. So you got a lot of (laughs) like smoking and drinking and all that. Uh, So I didn't enjoy that aspect, but right still they had cool music playing and it was arcade games yeah yeah it's i do i do kind of like the atmosphere of an arcade you go in you hear all the boops and beeps and you know like different things going off that's kind of fun um but i know that since i got my final fight cabinet like i don't play it nearly as much as i thought i would okay and i also find that i just prefer gaming on a console i just prefer controller i feel like it's so much easier to use than the joystick and I don't know. It's it just uh, I'm I've obviously honestly a little bit disappointed in, in like how how much I've enjoyed it. Like I tried to play a Simpsons game um, a couple of months back and mm-hmm. I was like, man, this this doesn't hold up the way I thought it would. Like in the arcade, you were playing the Simpsons game. I think I was at a friend's house and he had like this like modded arcade. Oh, I see. So I could just go through and pick whatever. Um, and I played the Simpsons. I was like, huh. I don't know. I don't know exactly what I can't describe it, but it just maybe because I wasn't actually in an arcade. I was just at my friend's right. house. I don't know. It just didn't. I, I feel like maybe if you're if you're trying to almost capture that nostalgia feeling, you almost have to be in that atmosphere. You need the yeah. dim lights, the cool laser <laughs> lights, fog, maybe some fog in there, kicking music. But with, I, do I, need you to, I need you to smoke a cigarette around me real quick. Yeah, right, right. Well, <laughs> speaking of, I mean, a lot of people would have the cigarette and they would leave it on the edge of like the plexiglass panel and burn, so a lot, it. And burn it. You would see that a lot of times on, uh, on if you're looking at an arcade machine and you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. 
But yeah, I think it's that. It's the atmosphere. You know, um, my old boss, I used to work at Retro Games Plus, and he has a ton of arcade machines. And he used to have a warehouse, like a storage place that he would keep them in because we would bring these. He puts out an expo every year called Retro World Expo in Hartford, Connecticut. And he would bring out a ton of these arcades so you can have a free play area. But in the off season, he keep them in this warehouse. And I worked at the store, gave me a key. And he was like, if you want, you know, come hang out. You could go down there anytime you want. So a lot of times I would go down there and we had like rope lights in there and you put on the radio, turn off the, the regular house lights and kind of get that, that vibe. It was, you know, Saturday night and I'm, I'm at the arcade just hearing all the other, you know, beeps and boops, as you said, yeah. <laughs> the arcade machines just puts you in that vibe. And it's like fun to hang out and kind of takes you back. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, it was definitely more fun going to the arcade down the road, you know, with you guys last year, everybody was there and yeah. At the museum. Yeah. yeah, That's fun. So I really enjoy that. I'm, I'm pretty lucky to have one so close too. it's like 10 minutes from my house. Nice. Yeah. And it, it, it's a fun, you know, it, it's, it's tiny, but it, it gets the job done. That's right. And then I'm, I'm jealous. Sure I get... didn't think of it. <laughs> yeah. You could have opened it up. <laughs> That'd have been sick. Well, there's, there's still time, right? There's still time. <laughs> Jay's arcade coming to a back alley near you. Back alley. <laughs> Arcades, baby. Yeah, I, and I remember the the coin machines too. Putting yeah. In. All right, you got a dollar five. I don't know if it did ten or like twenty. My, you know, every time I go with my dad, put the, put the twenty in, and just. Like all these tokens or quarters are come out and you're like, yes, it's go time. I have a Namco token somewhere with Pac-Man on it that I kept. Nice. Yeah. yeah I don't have any from smiles. Um, that local place. One other place I did go to, which is still open as far as I know today is, um, it's in New Hampshire. Um, what the heck is it? Fun spot. It's called fun spot. And they have a ton. That's where, if you watch the, um, Donkey Kong movie, uh, King, King of Kong. Called okay. King, King of Kong. Right. <laughs> um, it's filmed there. Okay. That's where they have the guy um, that competes against uh, Billy Mitchell and he's on the dark, uh, Donkey Kong cabinet that, that was filmed there. And I've gone there and they have like, you know, the first pinball machine and um, ton of, ton of arcade games. It's two floors. They have a bowling alley downstairs um, and, a, and a little restaurant. And we, last time I went, it was like winter time, but I think they do have stuff outside as well. Like, um, probably a mini golf and like bumper car cars as well. I'd like to go somewhere that was like a real famous place, like galloping ghost or, or whatever that other famous one is that I'm forgetting at the moment. What's We're, I haven't heard of galloping ghost. What's that? Like? So galloping ghost is in <laughs> Illinois. And the only reason I know about it is because of mega Dan 29. Okay. Um, he lives out there and he talks about it sometimes. So, but it's supposed to be a pretty legit arcade in Illinois, Chicago area. Nice. The only other one I've been to out of state, um, when I go to Portland, Oregon, there's ground zero is a, is like a barcade place. What's the one where they hold all the records? Oh, um, um, now it's, it's blank. My mind's blank. That, 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 uh, the place that holds the records that like had the donkey Kong and like goes all in there. Um, what is that place called? Is it Twin Galaxy? Twin Galaxies nailed it. Yes, Boom. good job, good job, Russ. <laughs> Two points. <laughs> Coming in clutch. That's it. Yeah, I mean, when we go out, you know, I visited my friend once in Seattle, and he had a you know a local barcade place 
there that we checked out and um they they come up here and there i mean people still are enjoying arcade games and now it's like again with like we said these arcade one-ups they're coming out they're making them more elaborate i i saw someone put together a ridge racer arcade cabinet yeah you can do that i mean like seats and stuff right didn't they come out with the um the star wars one two was a little bit different yeah had like a i don't know what they call that thing but yeah, the, the control, I don't know, the, like the, the extra weird controller. <laughs> I'm sure the arcade people that are listening to this are like, it's called this. Well, speaking of weird controllers, did you ever get to try the afterburner one where you sit in the giant cockpit and it rocks back and forth and side to side? Maybe that sounds vaguely familiar. They're huge. Like they weren't in many arcades, but like I really enjoyed like those. Like it's a more immersive experience. Yeah, uh, those were sweet. Um you know, the racer games where you get in and you have your seat and everything and you can shift with the wheel. Yeah, it's, that's it's so fun. much fun. Cruising USA, like played that a ton. Yeah, I played that a ton too. I remember playing that a lot. Uh, there's a game at the Frankie's Fun Park where we live now. It's like a Jurassic Park game and and the gun has like vibrations and stuff right. and and like speakers behind your head. So it sounds like dinosaurs are behind you. Oh yeah. Yeah. They thought of it all now. I, like the Resident Evil one at Dave and Buster's has that and then it has like puffs of air. That'll come out like the zombies oh, are wow. like behind you. That's creepy. That's creepy. <laughs> Did you go inside like a you're sitting in a like cabinet and there's like curtains? A, so yeah, like a dark. little chamber. Yeah. Because they have that and then the Luigi's Mansion one where you go in and you have the Poltergust 3000 like, gun. <laughs> and I was like, name. this is this is fun. Yeah. I mean, so they're still making some good ones now. There's plenty of uh what what is uh Konami making now? Pl- pl- Plachinko machines. There's a yeah. uh, Castlevania one. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> I haven't played it. I never been to Japan. So I don't know how it is over there in the arcades. I know they're noisy because of all the pl- Plachinko machines. Yeah. That's sad. Konami's is still its former self. <laughs> skeet ball. We haven't yeah. talked about any of the ticket machines. I mean, I played a ton of skeet ball and those like, and the, where you have the, the coins that are on that conveyor belt that's going back and forth and you got to drop the quarter in to knock more coins off to get tickets. I remember playing that a ton in like the mid nineties, like me and my friends went to the beach one summer and like, that's all we did. And it had like an alarm on it. So if you like banged it to try right. to make them fall, you're going to get in big trouble. Ah, oh, that there's a, there's a candy machine like that in Greenville at the, um, it's like the same concept, but with candy. Yeah. And, uh, dude, I've won some tons of candy off that thing before <laughs> way more candy than I ever won coins, but there we go. It's a lot yeah, of fun. I, I saw that we, uh, me and my wife just went on vacation, uh, earlier this year to California and we, um, drove the coast and we stopped in Santa Monica and there was an arcade there. I was like, we have to go in. Um, so we bro- browsed around for like 10 minutes and they had like Marvel versus Capcom in there and they had initial D um, arcade cabinet, like racing the, uh, the anime about the, the cars and stuff. And I was like, I've yeah. never seen this before. That was sweet. Um, they had a few other uh, fighting games for uh, what was what it? Um, time cop. Is it time cop where you uh, step on the pedal? What is that? I'm going to be honest, Russ. I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember if it was the time cop or virtual cop, but you would step on the pedal. They had like a pedal in your gun and you would um, step on the pedal and you would like duck away behind a box oh, and wow. release it and you would pop out and then you'd like shoot some more. That's kind of so, cool. So that was clever that. And I've seen twice now the crazy taxi arcade where it's like, it's a stand up machine. And then 
it has the steering wheel and then you have the pedals. So you're standing up driving it. Oh, weird. That seems like it might be awkward. Yeah, it's a little, I mean, it takes up less space instead of having the full, you know, car seat that you're sitting in. But I played it twice and, you know, it was fun. Definitely cool having uh, the steering wheel instead of using a Dreamcast controller. Do you have a favorite arcade, like your all-time favorite? I would say I had um, Killer Instinct. Killer Instinct. The wife was going to try to get it for me because Arcade 1-Up was releasing one, but it was like, because it's like a premium model or something, so it's like a thousand dollars or something wow. yeah and it's what's funny is i can't get that game to work on the raspberry pi on my arcade one up oh bummer and so i have to play like the super nintendo version um because i was stoked when that came out and i have like the the guide book with all this but i would watch that a ton in um milford milford rec milford amusement and uh, when i saw someone use cinder and do like the 99 hit combo that you can do and i was like that's awesome i want to try that you can do it with him and then they unlock the final boss idol and you can do a 99 hit combo with him i was like this is sweet um and i just enjoyed the the graphic and the, the music killer cuts so much fun um so eventually i would like to get the killer instinct cabinet i think the TMNT one's probably my favorite all time. Yeah. I mean, super classic for sure. Four player. Yeah. Um, and they do have the arcade one up if you didn't want to spend the, the big bucks to, uh, to get the other one. I, I think that four player made it pretty unique because like you didn't have to wait. Like if you and a couple friends were there, everybody mm-hmm. could get on it and go nuts. And some person could just jump in, play on the end for like a quarter and then yeah. die and leave. And then you're yep. like, all right. And we're still going. And then someone exactly. else could jump in. So between, you know, 10 kids, you can end up beating the game. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's fun for sure. Yeah. I mean, arcades, Hey, go check them out. We'd love to hear your thoughts and uh, comments about them. Maybe your favorite arcade machine. And we appreciate you guys watching or listening yeah. every week. I'd love to know any, uh, one up arcades you guys might have too. Right. Yeah. The big collection is growing because they're always coming out with new stuff. <laughs> exactly. Sweet. All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up for this week's weekly Warp Pipe episode. We hope you guys enjoy it. Come back every Saturday at 7 a.m. Uh, to listen. And uh, we'll have a fun topic next week. Leave a, leave a comment on what topic you want us to cover because we don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> Preparation Sweet. is key. That's it. All right, guys. As always, I'm Russ Lyman. And keep your world fun bit by bit. Take care, guys. Have a good week.